Thursday. Uh, welcome to Blong Become Descent, our new podcast with Rock. Um, I'm Noelle Mash, and Dodger Bond's here with me again this week. Yes, ma'am. Um, and we're going to do a little bit of a reflection on our past week with Fall Retreat and let you guys know how that went. Yeah, sure. So um, Fall Retreat is actually a pretty important time in the life of the campus ministry. Um, it's really kind of the first opportunity that a lot of our new students have to get away and, uh, for better or for worse, get to know the rock community. Um, you know, it, all joking aside, though, uh, fall retreat's usually one of those times that people first look at the community as being their own. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is the place where I feel like I belong. Um, so we had a great time. Um, we were down in New River Gorge at uh, um, Appalachian Bible College. Actually, we stayed in cabins there and did a lot of hiking throughout mm-hmm. the weekend. Um Everybody, once again, I told them we were going to, every year I say we're going to see a waterfall, and every year I let people down because they're experiencing a drought, so it was more like a water trickle than a waterfall. It doesn't matter what waterfall we're going to, they're all, they're all, they're all dried up, so, but you know, but no, I think everybody had a really good time. Uh, we did some worship up on the mountain, uh, which is incredible, uh, had some really good small group times, and uh, had, uh, I think, some pretty good teaching, even though I was the one teaching, you know, I mean, just trying to be humble. But uh, so, no, it was a really good weekend. Um, good to connect with new people and, and reconnect with uh, members of our community. And so um, I think it just was a good encouragement for everyone and hopefully something that will carry us through uh, midterms, right? So. There you go. I think we would comment, but none of us who are here today went on the fall retreat. So. Yeah, that's right. Um, so we're going to get into our topic of the day, and I'm going to introduce our guest speakers. Um, we have with us today Jenna Kassler, who is new to the podcast, and she's going to tell us a little bit about herself real fast. All right. So, yeah, my name is Jenna. I am a senior here at OU, and I am a legal child registration major. And if any of you know Luke from Rock, he is my cousin. So uh, do with that information what you will. <laughs> yeah, so I love the Rock community, and I'm excited to be here. That's awesome. And then um, we have a returning guest, Miss Emily Sleep. <laughs> Um, and you've already heard a little bit about her, but she'll she'll give a quick hi. Sure. Yeah. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> She's here. All right. So um, this week uh, we're going to introduce a new topic, as we do every week. And um, I, I will say this is the first week that everybody's looked at me and said, "Dodger, I dislike this topic greatly." <laughs> um, and I don't think it's because I picked a bad topic. I just feel like. I picked one that hit really close to home, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So um, last week we talked about fears that we have. And as I was listening to, you know, all of you all share, um, you know, it seemed that a common fear that a lot of you have and had in the past and still have um, is change. And so that's the topic for this week is navigating the changes um, that life throws at us. And so I know since we got three seniors in the room, you all are well acquainted with dealing with change. Only a bit. Are we though? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, by now, I'm sure you, you know, you've experienced your share of changes. Even though, like, I don't know, does it ever really get easier? No, no. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm, you know, like, I, I don't. I feel like I'm on the other end of the scale now. I just turned 42, and so now I feel like I'm the cranky old people at church. We don't like change. Two <laughs> so. days ago. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. So, um, so we're going to be diving into this topic today, um, and and I really do. I think it's it's a topic that hits close to home for people really of of all ages. You know, of course, like we talk about in this podcast. You know, our hope is 
that there are like high school juniors and seniors who are listening to this to get good advice about transitioning to college. Um, there are people here at Ohio University that are also experiencing changes that hopefully might be listening to this. Um, but the reality is even, you know, the supporters of rock, adults and older, um, you know, we all experience change. And, and I don't know that any of us are ever really, really good at uh, embracing change, but we recognize that's a part of life. So um, we're starting off with this question um, for the ladies here today. What are some life changes that the average college student is going to face during their time in college? So who wants to start us off? hit a lot of the big ones you know the other things you know I was thinking about you know as I was thinking about this question you know 
Um, it's a change to live with a roommate. I mean, like, even if you grew up with a sibling and maybe you shared a room with them, you recognize when you get to college, if you're living in the dorms, you know, you're living with someone who's pretty much a stranger, you know, you have different, you know, like habits and schedules and stuff like that. So that's a big change. Um, just you guys, you know, as seniors recognize there's a big difference between like the way you studied in high school and the way you study in college. You know, there's a big difference between the grading scale in high school and the grading scale in college. Like when you were in high school, like, you know, at any point in the semester, you could go up to your teacher and say, hey, what's my grade in this class? And you know, that's 92 or it's 89, whatever. Um, but you go to college and like it's that whole bell curve thing. Well, like, you know, I have a 70 in this class, but I'm hoping <laughs> 40 people fail so that way I get an A, you know. Um, so, yeah, so there's a, a lot of different changes um, you know, obviously relationships being a big one. I know that's a big concern for a lot of students as they come to college. Like, what about all these relationships that have been important to me you know, for the past you know, 12 years throughout school? You know, and having to start fresh there, having to start fresh in a new place, new location, learn your way around campus. All of those things are changes that I know, like, cause us a little bit of anxiety. Yeah, so, yeah. I think also a really big one that we haven't mentioned is, like, a lot of students... They know, not for everybody, depending on where you live, but you know a lot of your classmates. Yeah. You have this whole system that you've created where you are comfortable. Like, you know you, ha you know your community, you know all these things, and then you get to college and you're at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. And for me, that was a big change because I, I was well-liked in high school. Everybody knew me. I knew all of my classmates. Um, and I went from being someone that I thought was pretty cool to like, oh, well, now everybody's so I'm not, you know, I think that you I have would this, differ. I don't, I've never well, met anybody as cool as you, Jenna. Yeah, but, but you, you go to this thing to where, like, you you feel like you're just another fish in a yeah. big ocean. And sometimes that can be really difficult, especially if you have this yeah. sense of self, self that is so strong. Yeah. And um, it, that can get really lonely, too. Yeah, if absolutely. You know, aren't able to adjust to it. Well, mm -hmm. and, you know, coming from a smaller school like you did. Yeah. You know, to a place like Ohio University. The class of 46 kids, yeah. yeah. So I knew everybody, their families, their, yeah. everybody's drama, yeah. Yeah, so that's, yeah, so that's quite <laughs> yeah. the change for good or for bad. Yes, yes. yes. So, all right, so switching gears for a second. And this can be, you know, as I asked this question, this can be something you can respond to out of, like, your time here at college, or if it's something that happened before college, that's fine too. But what are some of the more difficult changes that you've personally had to adjust to? Uh, over your lifetime? I can go. Um, when it came to college, it was losing my pride mm. because I came into college with this kind of overinflated sense of self because of how well I did in high school. And so once I came around um, to all these people that had done just as well as I had or even better, mm. I was like, well, now, now what's my purpose? Now what's the point? And so the first year of college was really lonely for me because I didn't really know how to make friends because in order for me to make friends, I have to have to have shared similar experiences with them. Yeah. And you meet people of all sorts of experiences and types at OU, which is a great thing in itself. But um, it was really hard for me to actually connect with people just because I didn't really know what their experiences were and mm. all of these things. And basically from going from somebody to nobody, at least in my own mind, it was really hard because I, I had to have a heart to heart with God and basically be like, okay, God, what am I if I'm not all of these things mm. that everybody else is? And that was basically my struggle my first two years of college. And that still kind of is. I, like, I think 
incoming freshmen, they have to figure out who they are. They have to have a strong sense of self because if they don't, they're going to get swept up in everybody else's sense of self. And if you don't have a strong sense of who you are, what your morals are, it's going to be really, really hard to stay afloat. So that was my biggest struggle in college. And I still struggle with that now, but now it's more so how do I manage my time and not get stressed out about everything and everyone. So being okay in the waiting and okay in being at peace with um, things not going exactly the way I want them to. Yeah. Wow. That's really good. Um, I've had kind of a struggle with, um, like, I'm getting older, but my family around me is getting older. So, um, like, starting in high school, like, my brother started a date and everything, and a big, big struggle for me was kind of, like, not losing him, like, as my brother or anything, but sharing him with his now wife, and them, like, growing together, and now they have a child, and that was, like, a that was a big shock and struggle at first, but I mean, I wouldn't change any of it. Um, but like also my grandma's like 85 and she just moved in with us, but like all these different changes at home with family and like everybody getting older and, um, the dynamics changing with that. And then, um, managing my time, like in general, like between school stuff and family stuff and then being in control of my own schedule. Like, yes, I have to keep my parents in the loop about what I'm doing, but I have all this freedom to do with my time what I want to do with it. And time is, like, one of the biggest things that you can give to people. Mm. Um, so just managing that kind of thing. Yeah, and we're expected to, like, we're expected to get good grades. Yeah. We're expected to eat well. We're supposed to sleep. We're supposed to, <laughs> you know, we're supposed to maintain yeah. good, good relationships with our family and our friends. And we're supposed to do all of these things to better ourselves. But I think you can pick three. Yeah. And so I think that's where people start to fall short because they, they're like, well, I can do these three things and I can't do the rest. Yeah. But it's the rest that we worry about and not yeah. the three things that we're doing well. Yeah. 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 I know a big one for me, uh, my grandma passed my sophomore year. And like I was talking about like how family changes yeah. and this. And so my grandma passed and then my family back home kind of split. But that was a big change where like I was trying not to worry about while at school. Yeah. But like you can't help but worry about that while you're at school. Um, and I know my sister was here the first couple years I was here. And then she went back home, and, like, that was kind of a change for me, not having her here. And, um, so you kind of just kind of get, get used to those things. Yes. So. Yeah, so it's something you mean, like, you guys are all hitting on this idea that change is just a part of life. Like, I mean, you know, like, nobody really wants to embrace change as much as we say that. But the reality is, like, you can't fight it either. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. the, things change. And, you know, even if it's against your will... Most of the time, you know, it's it's going to change. Yeah. And so I think that kind of transitioned us well into the next question. So, again, last week we talked about our fears, and I was listening to you all talk about your fears. You know, even your fears before you came into university, you know, as a high school student, were all about how my life is going to change when I get to college. And, you know, then you all, you know, Emily and Noel, you were both sharing about, like, your fears for the future. And then again <laughs> is, how is my life going to change once I leave college? So why do you think that fear so often accompanies change? Why, why do we fear change? Because we're comfortable. Mm. We get really comfortable with what we're doing, and then a big change hits, and we just don't know how, and then something else will play mm-hmm. out. Yeah, the unknown. Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely the unknown. Like, you know, you might know whatever the next step is, and you worry about the change and everything, but it's not ultimately the change, because a lot of the time, you know that it's for the best. But when you don't know how it's going to plan, I mean, play out, 
Yeah, I think it's because it's the fear of the unknown, and we don't want to move anywhere where we're not comfortable. Mm -hmm. And if we can't plan ahead for every situation, we're not, you know, we're going to be scared of it because we don't know exactly what's going to happen. And but if we live our life in fear, you know, you're not really living. You're yeah. just, you're right. just like you're living in defensive mode, and that's, you know, you're, you're living with a yellow light outside yeah. all the time, and you're not actually truly living. And um, I was thinking about this on the way here, and it's like, it's if you live your life when you're always scared of something, and you're always scared of what's going to happen, you're never truly going to experience what God wants you to experience because mm. you're spending so much time trying to avoid it. Yeah. yeah. And um, someone told me once, they're like, you know, when you spend all of your time worrying, you don't think about when God was able to save Jonah from the whale and, and, and Noah from the flood and all of these things and, and, and Jesus from the dead. And the friend was like, if you can't give your fears to God, then you are making God small mm. because God is greater than your fears, and the God that created the universe and created the stars and the planets and all these things, if you think that he can't handle your fears, but he can do that, then, you know, you have an over-inflated sense of your fear because God can handle anything. He, if he can create the planets, he can take care of you. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that actually is a good transition to our next question, uh, which is this. How has your faith impacted your perspective on change? I think, like, the overarching theme about what Jenna was just talking about is just trusting God. Like, it's hard. It's really hard. But, like, when you give your fear to God, I mean, it's just all trust. And, I mean, yeah, that's all you can do. Yeah, you have to trust that the God of the universe is greater than your fear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is really hard. I mean, when, when you say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous. Like, of course he's bigger than that. But when you really struggle with something, of course, your fear, your fear um, which is most likely given to you from the devil, you know, it's like you mm -hmm. have to cast that out. You have to give it to God. You have to lay it at his altar because he's the one that can take care of you and he's the one that can give you peace. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think it's just like one of the hardest things to do is just know where to go. Give it to God. It's definitely the hardest thing for me is I'm always like, what if I hate where, where I'm about to go? Mm -hmm. What if I don't like the job I'm about to do? What if I. Uh, I was scared about coming to OU because I wanted to go to another college, and I was like, it's really hard for me to just give it up to God and do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, like, you know, Jenna said, when, when you're in that moment and you're, like, up there against that fear, you know what I mean? It is. It's hard to balance that perspective of going, like, hey, like, I know God. I, you, know, I, I, you know, I've never said... My trust in him that he hasn't come through for me. But still, when, you, when you're right there in that moment, it's still hard, you know, like, because we're human. Like, it's we so easy to get that. caught up in fear because yeah. I think that's some of our natural tendencies as people is to want to control everything. Mm -hmm. And fear comes from lack of control. Yes. And you physically cannot control everything. So you're kind of in that vicious cycle as, as human beings to always be afraid of something. And, yeah. I think you know. it's like you have to learn that when you start being like, anxious or worry about something not to just like keep digging deeper that way but it's like you have to recognize that you need to step back and try to figure out where God is leading you and ultimately trust but like you just can't 
keep digging into your worry because you can't do anything about the worry. Yeah, and, and going back to just change in general, I had a really close friend of mine, um, his house burned down over the summer, mm. and they lost everything, and it was him and his wife and his children and some of their grandchildren all lived in that house, and they had absolutely nothing, probably over $10,000 worth of rare instruments on top of everything that they had, and I was just heartbroken for them because mm. it's devastating to just lose everything, and um, I was able to talk to him, and he goes, Jenna, it's just stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just stuff. When I leave, I, when I leave the stuff, I'm not going to get anything from the house. When I'm here, you know, it's just things that God has allowed me to have. And he yeah. goes, you know what? I have my family, um, and I have my God, and that's all I need. Wow. And I was like, wow, that is that is what you need. That is yeah, the perspective, perspective that you need to have. And so that kind of perspective on change is what I'm trying to adopt ever since this summer when I heard that. Definitely. Like, you know what? I still... Still have air in my lungs. My legs still work. It's okay. If, yeah. if change comes, it's okay. I still, I still have that. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so, uh, you know, what advice then would you all have for students who are in, who are going to be incoming freshmen or maybe here now as freshmen um, on how they can best navigate all of the changes that college is going to throw at them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you try to stop it it gets harder it's like trying to stop a Mac truck right yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. not going to work yeah. it's going to never happen okay. we've all been there and there have been so many people who have gotten through it and your journey might be different than everybody else's mm-hmm. but we all experience change and you have people who are there for you you're going to get through it you need to find a buddy. Yeah. You need yeah. to find an upperclassman buddy, and it doesn't matter if you're friends with them or not, but you just need to ask people. You're mm-hmm. never going to get in trouble for asking for help when yes. you need it. That's because right. And people have this big thing where I, you know, I don't want to ask for help because then that means I'm not capable, but it's like, no. If you're able to ask for help, that means that you're willing to learn. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I think yeah. you keyed in on something important there, and it goes back to what we were talking about the second week we were in here about the importance of community. Is, you yeah. know, and that's one of the things we recognize is like, yeah, changes are coming, but we don't have to go through those changes alone. Um, you know, obviously, like in a place like Ohio University, it's easy to find people who are like-minded who share the same you know values and morals that you have, your faith community and stuff, um, who are going through the same changes, and you guys can support and encourage each other. Mm-hmm. But you know, at, at the same time, you know, even even if you don't like, even if you're here and you're still trying to search for and find faith community, I guarantee you, there's people in your life who are praying for you, who are encouraging you. You know, but we don't go through that alone. I think even just that recognition, like, hey, look, yeah, changes are coming, and they're big, and they're scary, but I'm not alone, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. And knowing that someone's praying for you is probably one of the best things, like, in the world. Like, knowing that someone's praying for me just makes me feel amazing, you know, that someone cares. And I'd say my advice to incoming freshmen is to give yourself grace because my because you're you have to figure it out the front your, your first semester like you're going to be a mess because you have to figure it out and it's such a big <laughs> adjustment you're going to still be working on that adjustment for a while and that's okay and I came in undecided and I had so much guilt with that because my entire life like I knew like I had everything planned out I knew exactly what I wanted to do and I got to college and I'm like I don't have a passion for anything I looked at all these took it right out of me I know I looked at all these majors and I'm like none of these sound cool I don't want to do any of these and so I had so much guilt going through my classes and spending my dad's money on tuition 
well, I didn't know if I'd ever use it again. And that was so rough on me because I felt like I was a loser because I couldn't figure life myself out. And if I could have just given myself some grace and be like, you know what? If I could write a letter to myself, I'd be like, it's okay. You need to be okay in the waiting and you're doing just fine. Mm -hmm. That money's there for a reason and my dad's happy to spend it. So just enjoy it. Yeah, it'll be okay. So, just keep swimming. Well, hey, there you go. Yeah. Well, that actually reminds me a lot. Um, Matt Shiflett, who uh, just recently graduated from uh, from Ohio University and from Reach Out on Campus, I remember him telling me, when you're talking about like, giving grace to yourself, I remember him telling me what a struggle it was, and I know he wouldn't mind me sharing this, for him to come to college because, like, you know, in high school, you know, anything less than perfection for him. If he didn't get an A-plus on a paper, if he didn't get 100 on an exam, like, he was, you know, something was wrong. And he said, you know, Dodger wasn't until I first came to college and I had, a, you know, I turned in a paper that I thought was quality and my professor just tore it apart and told me it was terrible and like gave me a, like a failing grade on it, you know, and like, of course that's going to like, you know, rattle your cage. And like for him, like it actually ended up being something that was good for him. Like he grew from that, like, you know, it helped me you become a better journalist, you know, because of that, but, you know, but it's still the same thing you were talking about. Like we've, we've got to give ourselves grace to go, Hey, look we're still growing. We're still in the process. And like, you know, just because we don't have everything, our whole lives together, you're eating, sleeping, social schedule, grades, work, like grace is an important part of that whole process too. Yeah. And just maybe just taking time to realize that God's trying to teach you something through your hardship, because Mm -hmm. that's the other thing I struggled with. I was struggling all this time and I'm just, I was just mad because I was struggling. I was, I was just mad at the world because I wasn't doing what I thought I needed to be doing. And really what God was telling me, he's like, you need to figure yourself out. Mm-hmm. You need to learn who you are and what you're about because, you know, what you're doing isn't working. Mm-hmm. So just maybe taking the time and trying to hear the gentle whispers of God and being like, yeah. what is he trying to teach me right now? Because I am struggling and there must be a reason why. Like there has to be a reason. There's something that God's trying to teach me. I just need to try to figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right. So, um, You know, as always, each week we dive into God's Word um, for some guidance and some clarification on these topics, too. Um, And I always say, just jokingly, again, like I get to work with some pretty smart students. And, uh, you know, not that we think that their perspective is wrong or lacking or anything, but we always think that God's perspective is perfect. Um, And I think actually what we find is that a lot of things that you guys have shared today actually tie right into some of the scripture that we're going to be reading. So, um, the first scripture we have up is uh, Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8, and I believe Noel is going to be reading that. Yep. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. This is actually like one of my favorite um, passages. And like most people, the first time I think I ever heard it was um, at a funeral. And I can't tell you how much just, um, let's see what that word is, Um, comfort it gave to me 
in those times. But like, I I read that passage a lot more than like at funerals and things because it applies to every day. Yeah, it gives you comfort for the grieving, but even on good days, you have to think about there are bad days that come along mm-hmm. with the good days, and you can't get stuck on the bad things in life. And God's always there, and even with whatever hardship that's going to come, you know that there's going to be a time for the good things after those hardships, and you just have to trust in God. So change is a part of life is what we get from that. That's right. Yeah. All right. So um, the next two, actually, scriptures kind of uh, are closely related. Uh, Malachi 3.6 and Hebrews 13.8. And uh, Emily? All right. So Emily is going to read those for us. Going crazy going around crazy. us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, and, you know, like, unlike human beings, God isn't going to wake up tomorrow and change the way that he feels about you. God's not going to break a promise that he's given to us. God's not going to, you know, like, let us struggle for no reason. Like, mm-hmm. Does God allow us to go through struggles, trials? We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Absolutely he does. But, you know, there's a purpose in that, you know. And so, like, just knowing that we do have that constant in our lives when everything else might be feeling like it's crashing down around us. We know that God is still there, that he's unchanging. So, And the last scripture we have is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And Jenna's going to read that. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. This one hits home for me because I actually have it on my guitar strap. For, mm-hmm. So when I go and play at churches and venues and all these things, I have it literally on my back. Um and my guitar teacher made that for me, and at first I didn't really understand why, but now as I go through my life, um, it's a reminder to me. So even when I'm doing what I love, it's a reminder to do it for him. Mm. And um, whenever I'm doing what I love, which is music, I have that right um, with me all the time. And I also wanted to mention another verse, and it's Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7, which is really similar, and it's, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. So when we go through midterms, <laughs> which is happening now, and all of our stresses that we go through every day, um, the reminder to just let it be and just be anxious about nothing. And if you are anxious, just through prayer and petition, with your requests given to God, it will be okay because that act of obedience and giving it to God, He will reward you for that. Um, so yeah, that's something that I always have with me at all times too, especially in classes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so even in the midst of change, like recognizing, you know, that if we if we trust God, that God's gonna, you know, He's gonna work this out for us. So like, it may not always be the way that we think. Mm-hmm. You know, we may have to go through a time of struggle or a time of trial, but like. You know, God's looking at the long run goal. It's not the short term. And sometimes, as human beings, we're we're we want that instant gratification. God, like I want to know things are going to be okay. I want to know that you know that this time is going to be you know 
things are going to go better, you know, and that's not always how God works, you know, it's a lot of times, like, even when, you know, he promises Abraham and Sarah a child, you know, it's not like, oh, then the next day Abraham, you know, wakes up and Sarah's like, by the way, we're pregnant, no, you know, it's, it's years later, you know, that they had to trust that that promise, you know, was, was going to be fulfilled by God, but it's not always in that instant that we think that it should be fulfilled, so, yeah, so acknowledge God and, like, you know, trust him with our path. So Yeah, and it was in that obedience and in that waiting that they were both strengthened in faith until until God gave them what they needed. Yeah, absolutely. So there's purpose and there's growth for us even in those moments. Even when we're anxious about the future, mm-hmm. you know, if we can trust in God that we, we ultimately grow from those situations because we look back and we go, wow, like God really didn't let me fall. Like he, he really did come through like he said he would, you know, so. Good stuff, y'all. All right, so um, before we go into time of prayer, any closing thoughts or any further discussion on the uh, topic of changes, the, the topic that you all disliked so greatly, but <laughs> really, yeah, you survived, <laughs> A, and, and B had some really good insight today. So I don't know, what, any, any closing thoughts on any of that? I think um, what I've got from all of this, just thinking about it, um, especially after what Emily said at the beginning, about getting too comfortable, um, you kind of realize that there's there's something wrong on your Christian path when you're getting too comfortable. So, I, like, the change equals growth in your life. And that's, I mean, if you're just too comfortable in whatever you're doing, there's obviously something wrong. And change is uncomfortable, but we gotta get out of our comfort zones for God. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a quote that says, something like don't dig up and doubt what you planted in faith mm-hmm. talking yeah. about in that waiting like it's okay it's okay to be anxious and it's okay to be worried about what's going to happen but as long as you just wait mm-hmm. just wait and see what God's going to do because God has never he's, he's never failed us yeah and um don't dig up what God is just trying to allow to grow mm-hmm. definitely it's if you look, if I look back on my little freshman class, I a lot of growth from there. Like yeah. you do a lot of growing up, a lot of maturing, just through the changes that you have to go through. Yeah, so the changes we look back and realize are actually good things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. without those changes, we wouldn't be the people that we are today. We wouldn't be the mature, you know, or the maturing. I'll say that Christians mm-hmm. that we are today. Um, so yeah, so that's man. You guys, I tell you what, for a topic you didn't like. <laughs> Is really good. Challenged me. So, all right. So as we go into prayer time, um, we again always want to be lifting up our community for reach out on campus. We will be lifting up Ohio University, um, and then of course you know any other needs that uh, that our listeners or anybody have. You know, mean that we want to be lifting those things up. So, um, so a couple of things I've been thinking about is um, or are use correct grammar. A couple of things I've been thinking about. Um, are the following, uh, be praying for the seeds that God planted in the lives of students who went on fall retreat. Um, you know, again, I think a lot of really good things happened there last weekend. And uh, I just, I'm excited to see what God does with that. Um, so be praying for that. Um, we do have some events coming up here soon. We have uh, the Hot Dog Outreach. That's a, a big opportunity um, for the community to reach out to the students here at Ohio University and really people from all over the state. Um, you know, Halloween 
that OU is a crazy time, has a very well-deserved reputation, but I truly believe, I mean, if we're going to be Jesus' hands and feet, like that's where we need to be. We need yeah. to be right where, you know, Jesus said, I came to seek and save the lost. I mean, if, if we're not trying to engage lost people, what are we doing? So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so be praying for that. I think that has tremendous opportunity uh, for impact. Um, and then again, you know, I, we mentioned it last week, but uh, I guess I could officially tell people now <laughs> that Noel and uh, Noah Mulvaney and I are all going to be um, traveling to Mexico to visit the Crossroads Field in Piedras Negras. And so just be praying for us that that would be a good week there uh, serving and that, uh, that God would protect us as we travel and uh, that it would be an encouragement to us that we could bring back to the rock community and share with other people as well. So anything else? What else can we be praying for? Midterms? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Be praying that Emily's midterms went well. <laughs> yeah. My first one just got rescheduled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty nice. But still soon. Yeah. Um, our Bible studies are going on. Yeah. I know the ladies are doing really well. Yeah. Guys have been throwing it down in the yeah. men's Bible study from what I've heard. So it's been really encouraging uh, to hear those things. Mm-hmm. We also, I know a lot of people personally, personally that are in a time of waiting. Mm. And so this is also why it really hit home for me this week because um, it's, not, it's not just something that I am struggling with, but it's also that a lot of my loved ones are struggling with is yeah. just dealing how do you deal with while you're in the midst of change and you're just waiting for yes. yeah, to happen but I have you know um, whether it be health problems or family dynamics changing or school all these different things and just praying for peace for them while they're in that waiting to not give up hope and that that's what you do because yeah. even if even if things are not ideal even if you get the bad news it's still okay yeah. God's still good yep absolutely and, you know, I'll just throw out, you know, for everybody listening to be praying for the three ladies here in this room. Um, you know, as seniors, uh, they, they are on the precipice of change right now. Um, and so just be praying for God's wisdom and guidance in their lives. Um, it's, it's really, it's, it's bittersweet for us at Reach Out on Campus because, you know, as much as, like, we love you all and, like, if I could keep you here forever, like I would. But that's not the purpose, right? That's not why you're here. Like, we're... We're here for a specific time of your life and then, you know, to invest in you all and then watch you go out and make an impact in the kingdom wherever you land. Mm-hmm. And so that's ex- exciting for us. Um, so, so be praying for, for these ladies that are here today and all of our graduating seniors um, who are going to be going out to, to really impact the kingdom in different ways through, throughout their professions, throughout their, the churches they land in, throughout the small groups they're a part of. You know, that, um, that God be glorified through everything they do. Mm-hmm. So. And I know that uh, the heat is, like, supposed to go away pretty soon, but today it's supposed to be super high. Yeah. So pray for people's safety in this heat. Yeah, be praying for me because my air conditioner died on Sunday. We, we've been we've been roughing it. <laughs> Poor Noah slept out on my back porch last night. Are you for real? No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> yeah, and I've been, this is how stubborn I am. I've just been deciding. I'm going to wear my fall clothes, whether Mother Nature cooperates or not. Oh, so I have been wearing my flannels. I've been wearing my boots. I've been wearing my jeans. I've been wearing my sweaters. And Mother Nature hates me. I, I'm trying to, like, change change the weather by protesting and wearing fall clothes. It's not working. So 
But it's supposed to get cool this weekend, so maybe, maybe it is working. I don't know. There you <laughs> go. You're just trying to will it to happen. Yes, I appreciate I'm will that. it to happen. Yes. So. Oh, goodness. All right. Anything else? I think so. If not, Noel, do you mind to wrap us up in prayer again today? Yeah, sounds good. Dear God, thank you for another day that we can come here and discuss a new topic. And um, thank you for just the conversation that we've had today. Um, the growth that we've had from even talking about this topic that mm -hmm. hits so close to home that we don't like to talk about. But I know from the first night that I've had a lot of new perspective that um, I can go along with. And I really thank you for that. Um, I want to thank you for our listeners and um, hopefully that they've got things out of this that um, you would have wanted them to get out of it. Um, I want to pray for our specific needs that we have um, talked about today. Um, I want to pray for the seeds we're planted from Fall Retreat. Um, I know that I've heard a lot of stories already from people who came back from Fall Retreat, and um, but good growth is coming out of that. And whatever you would have your hand in that um, for people to get from it, that you would be there with them as they continue to grow. Um, I also want to pray for some of the events we have coming up. Um, I know the Hot Dog Outreach is coming up, and um, that that can go well, that we can um, be able to prepare sufficiently for it, and um, that we can have a lot of people that we can outreach to during that time frame in the month. Um, I also want to pray for the Crossroads trip that we're going on, the mission trip to Mexico, in just a little over a week now. Um, that we can have good safety as we go down there and that we can um, make a difference down there and that we can grow from the experiences that we have there. And um, I just want to thank you for allowing us to be able to even go to um, Mexico. Um, I also want to pray for the Bible studies that we have going on in Roth, that they continue to grow and that um, I know that a different person is teaching each week that you can lead them in whatever studies that they um, have on their hearts to give to the people in those studies, um, that you can guide them through those. Um, I also want to pray for the midterms that we have coming up. They can be really stressful and that we can manage our time well to be able to study for those and that we can keep calm um, as we're taking those tests. Um, I also want to pray for those in times of waiting, like Ben said, um, Times of waiting can be really, really tough, and um, just that we can not be anxious in those times, that we can trust in you, um, and that we can take into account your will for our lives, and um, whatever we need to do in those times of waiting to prepare for what we have coming, um, that we can be thinking about what you would have for us to do. Um, please also be with the seniors that we have in Roth and seniors across campus, really, that um, the changes that we have coming in our lives, that um, we can just look to you for your will and your guidance in those times, um, and that we can ultimately know that um, whatever's coming, that we will grow from it, and um, that it will be all right. And finally, I just want to pray for the heat that is currently happening in October, which is pretty crazy. Um, but that people can stay safe and hydrated and that we can get through all this heat and that we can get into the new weather, um, even though that brings along snow eventually, but um, that we can have safety in whatever um, climate's going on in our lives. <laughs>
Um, thank you for everything you do for us, and I thank you for everybody here around this table and help us have a great rest of the day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Good. Just want to thank um, Jenna and Emily um, for joining us today, and thank everybody that tuned in to listen. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to joining you again next week. And um, have a great week. We'll see you soon. Bye.